Welcome to Pencil Vomit. It is Friday, May 6th, and this is episode 4. I am Adam Farster, and uh, let's chat a little bit about projects. So, um, the past couple weeks we've been talking about uh, committing to projects and following through and um, just taking responsibility creatively for ourselves and, and kind of being present with projects. Uh, and we all have those things where we get frustrated. And like I, like I said before, um, where we kind of don't want to do them. Um, but uh, I want to talk about those projects you, you love and that you do want to do and how to prioritize those because uh, what is most important to you as a creator? It's a pretty good question. It's a pretty big question. Um, to me, it's about being happy uh, while I'm doing it, not feeling the pressure. Uh, when I first released uh, Humalian, uh, the first issue, the Kickstarter comes out, uh, is, is launched at Indiana Comic Con, and I make... Uh, the amount day 30 and the relief is is lifted and the book gets published and then I pick the book up at C2E2 and the publisher or the printer uh, mind you brings those books and wheels those up to me uh, at my booth and this is the first con big major con the first con was was NWI and I think Brian Grabinski all the time uh, for that. And my friends, uh, uh, Julio Guerra and Ben Miller and Rob Ladiak and Kevin Bogatitis and everybody who kind of pushed me and my wife uh, for pushing me to, to do this thing uh, after the years and years of mental anguish and, and struggle that I went through um, trying to figure it all out because, I mean, it was a struggle. It was one of those things where I wanted to do this so badly since I was a child. And uh, I knew, I knew in high school and I knew in college that I wanted to tell these stories. And um, I just struggled with this rejection from every major publisher that I had sent my original book to and didn't know how to react to it. And I didn't know how to react to... Um, so much of the um, uh, so much rejection at one time because trust me I've been rejected a lot uh, and we we as creators kind of get fixated on that but I mean when every day you're getting five six seven uh, rejection letters from these indie publishers um, with various notes and comments it it you, you kind of start taking these things to heart. And I learned very quick after that to, maybe not after that, but uh, a few years later, that thick skin um, and, and realizing that what I did wasn't for everybody and that maybe I needed to, to find a better way to address that. So um, at C2E2, I get the books. And I'm extremely happy. I mean, it, this is a big day. Um, I, I get these fresh copies of issue one, um, hot off the press. Uh, 
and I get to sell them. I get to sell my creation to people, not to mention the people that had backed the Kickstarter, but just people that I've never met before who have nothing to do with me, that aren't my parents, that aren't my friends, that aren't uh, my my peers. I, I get to sell them to strangers who've never met me before and get to come up and look at my work and and really tell me right then and there, like, hey, this is for me. This is something I get uh, with my elevator pitch and the artwork there. And the response over that weekend was overwhelming and kind of, I mean, I, I fed off of that, but that little bit of success, because again, it's a minor success. It's a minor victory. It's a big victory creatively, but it's a minor victory um, in the grand scheme of things, because now, now not only do you have people who, who've read your book and who've seen your work and who can criticize it actually in print, um, and uh, you have expectations now. And managing expectations from fans or people who are expecting the, the second issue to come out the next month and you're an indie creator and you don't know if you're going to be able to get it out within the next year because you have a job and you have other creative endeavors that you have to pay the bill uh bills at at, at your home and you have to make sure that your life is um it, it runs well right so we don't as a creative and doing a monthly book it's something that you really can't do so uh it took me a good six months to get that second issue out and get that published and and release that at the next year's. I think I released that at, for issue two might have been at NWICon uh, the following year. So it took me a little bit under six months to produce that book and go to NWI Comic Con with two books and two issues. So there was that expectation, but then you have the expectation that the story needs to be consistent. And being, uh, again, we go back to that consistency thing where you can't be worse. You cannot be worse in your work because then people are going to say this was one note, this was one thing. Um, you have to be able to progress and having a plan and planning those things out. Uh, for however long, whether it's an issue, whether it's two issues or four issues in my case, and having a de definitive end goal with where you want to lead your story is something that will uh, make you a better storyteller, will uh, help ease some of that burden of trying to figure out like, oh, if I go here, the story goes here. And having that predetermined um, really changes uh, your process. And then after that, I had issue three. Issue three took a little bit longer. Um, as my daughter is getting older um, from being an infant to a toddler at this point as well, my firstborn, um, my responsibilities as a father kind of increased, not that they weren't increased with uh, feeding and changing and, and doing all the things that dads need to do. But you also have, I mean, I have my work responsibilities and I'm able to work on the comics and my creative endeavors as she's sleeping. Um, uh, we have to still 
focus on our life, but then also remember that we have work to be done. And that work needs to be good. It can't be half-assed. It can't be uh, phoned in. It has to be consistently on the money because people are going to take notice, uh, especially people who are expecting things. And these expectations grow. So by issue four, I had these expectations uh, for Humalian that, okay, the book has to be done. I know it's ending with issue four. Uh, with a possibility of doing a five, six, seven, eight at some point, but there are other things I want to do. Uh, specifically, after that, I wanted to write a children's book. So I had to. I had. I had both these things going on at the same time. I had the project, which I'm working on and trying to finish, uh, with Skeleton Boy, or I'm sorry, with Humalian, and then I have Skeleton Boy and the Moon Balloon in my head and my notes that. I'm trying to work on as well, and I'm chasing that shiny thing, right? That new shiny skeleton who who's sitting there, and it's like, oh, this is going to be really fun and really cool. But then I also have issue four of Humalian, which is really fun and really cool because it's the end of my first story arc that I've been able to create and publish and produce on my own. So uh, focusing on your priorities and finishing up that one thing before you jump into the next and not trying to, un unless you're... Uh, somebody who who works fast and that's your only job is to create and kind of put uh, put product out there. Uh, there are some comic book artists who can do two, three books a year or two, three books a month, I'm sorry, and uh, do a book a month or two books a month and uh, just crank this stuff out with a consistent effort. No loss in quality. But for me, it was... I had a job. I have all these other things. I need to, um, I need to do my my thing, and um, it really came down to to finishing the the fourth issue, getting that out there, and then once that was done, turning my attentions directly into Skeleton Boy and the Moon Balloon, and then finishing that, and that for some reason was, I mean, it was an unbelievable uh, turnaround on that. I, I had the book written. I had the character designs done uh, that I was doodling while I'm drawing uh, issue for a Humalian. So I just sat down and I did it. And I think all in all, it took maybe three or four weeks to really put together. Um, some people will say, yeah, it really shows that, uh, but to me, I, I think that book's great. I, I love what I was able to accomplish with that. But then um, my output has, has, has slowed as my priorities have changed. And now I have a second daughter and uh, I've done a couple mini books. But knowing what you need to focus, focus on, and I, I've been focusing on label art and commercial art and um, working with... Uh, Gorilla Publishing and, and helping them grow and, and do branding for them and do brand and help uh, build uh, graphically Smuggler's Coffee and uh, do these other projects that I don't post or I don't talk about but that are out there that, I mean, they, they keep the lights on. So, uh, and, and now teaching and creating 
uh, an environment that that students want to learn in and that becomes a, a priority because my quality of project has to be consistent my uh, quality of attention and focus with the students have has to be consistent uh, meanwhile in my head or in, in my notebooks I'm I'm writing other comic books and I'm writing children's books and I'm currently finishing up a children's book that was a work for hire uh, thing that I've been struggling with and struggle is a I'm, I'm struggling with time management the art's consistent the story's consistent everything that I've done creatively on this book is consistent and I'm there I'm at the finish line and then after and only then will I reward myself with starting a new project for myself another personal project and it's there there are two of them so there's another comic book and there's a uh, another skeleton boy book but I have to finish the projects I'm working on and there's label art and there's other things that are constantly coming in and different opportunities that I have with logo and and, and I'm just saying managing your time and being consistent and uh, understanding that you have to prioritize your workload and, and levels of importance. Like I've pushed off projects and doing projects just so I can finish this kid's book. And while, um, and it's work for hire. So, I mean, I am getting paid and I do have a responsibility to the author and, uh, I'm really proud of it. I, I hope that that she's really proud of it. So when it comes out, I, I will talk about it some more. But it is, I mean, it's been one of those things where um, my time management skills and, and with family and school and, and teaching and, and doing like other commitment jobs that I've had uh, with client work and just trying to uh, find a place that that fits. And hopefully we all get in that place where we do have so much work that we do have to prioritize it. But if you're just working on that one project and it's that passion project and maybe uh, you're young and uh, you have the ability to do it um, without family and without responsibility and uh, you can spend the time, just grind it out, just spend all the time you can working on it because time becomes a commodity and um it becomes precious because you want to enjoy every bit of it. You want to enjoy the process. You want to enjoy uh, putting uh, pencil to paper or uh, your hands in clay or, or paint on a board and uh, or keystrokes and mouse clicks uh, to Illustrator or Photoshop. These things are... Um, they should be enjoyable and the day they become enjoyable is the day you need to reevaluate maybe uh, some things and find out what it was about the project or what it was about the the process that that was once enjoyable because once you find that and you know that there's happiness in this and it's not oh I'm the brooding artist and I'm sitting there and and I'm gonna be sad because I can only make art when I'm sad art doesn't have to come from sadness it could be a starting point for your art but Art could come from happiness, and most of the things in life um, should make you happy. Everything that you do, the person you're with, the, the projects you're working on, the, the things you enjoy, don't have to be, you don't have to shit on things to make yourself happy. You should enjoy them for just enjoying them. Don't be apologetic. Don't say, I like this ironically. No, enjoy it. Enjoy the hell out of it, and enjoy your process. Enjoy your ability to create 
to make something that is truly you and has your vision stamped all over it. And enjoy working with people that you want to work with. Make cool shit with cool people and your life will be beyond rewarding. And share that with other people. Help them get started. Help them figure out the process. And and share what you've learned because ultimately what good is hoarding information? What good is hoarding knowledge? Knowledge should be shared. And if there's something you're doing in the process that that makes your life easier, that you can share with a friend who's struggling, do that. And not only uh, creatively, but emotionally too. Because again, we've got a lot. The world's the world's heavy place. But again, it should be fun and we should enjoy what we're doing. So uh, I'm going to wrap this up. Thank you again for listening. Um, I do want to thank uh, some some people that make this really possible, and that's Smuggler's Coffee and Gorilla Publishing. Uh, the people involved uh, with those two uh, companies have made uh, my life much more enjoyable. I love the work that I get to do with Smugglers. They make great coffee uh, and roast some of, I mean, seriously, roast some of the finest coffee that you will ever drink. And if you know me, you know I love my coffee. And Gorilla Publishing, read The Revolution, people. They The books put out by Gorilla Publishing are amazing. And it's stuff for everybody. We have all ages books. We have uh, mature. We uh, have topical, like really powerful emotional books. Uh, we have silly books. We have We have comic books that I would want to read uh, as a uh, comic book fan, and there's stuff for everybody. Sci-fi, horror, um, action adventure, adventure, fantasy, uh, slice of life, uh, reality. Like, uh, Guerrilla Publishing publishes it all, and you have to realize comic books aren't just guys in tights and capes. There are more to what comic books have to offer, and the stories being told in those books are, I, I mean, it's beyond words, and Guerrilla Publishing is incredible. Um, so thank you to them. They will always be sponsors on this podcast, um, even without paying me, uh, just because they are amazing. So uh, everybody, enjoy your week. Uh, we'll, you'll hear my voice next week. See ya.